intro. Hey guys, Linda Antwi. Welcome to 90 Day the Melanated Way. It's Monday. I think they call it Margarita Monday. Uh, shout outs. Let's do some shout outs. I'm going to do a little talking before we jump into things. Uh, let's shout out my day winners. So Mary, Tenny, Rodella, Linda, Lydia, Devin, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Jean, Amanda, and Julissa. Shout out to you all. I love you guys all. And I wanted to also shout out some new Patreon subscribers, Sarah, Megan, and Beth. Welcome to the family. What up live chat? Uh, I definitely have to give all my love to Lita. Definitely check her out, you guys. Made by Sheila Lita. She has done a ton of just my YouTube graphics. She's done, if you like my logo, all of that stuff, it's all her. So shout out to you. I'm so glad you're feeling better. Welcome back to the live chat, y'all. Um, Hey, Belly. Hey, Raydella. Raydella, I talked to your friend. So if you guys have been watching this at all, uh, I want a dog. I'm in quarantine and I've been talking about a dog for like two years now, but I just like haven't bit the bullet and I really want a Frenchie and there's a super cutie, cutie Frenchie. I I think I could pull, pull him up because I just sent it. This is not my dog. Um, his name is Slate and he's my, hey, Valentina. Everyone say hey to Valentina. She's new. Hey, Amanda. But this is not my dog, but like, look how cute this dog is, y'all. Look, I need it in my life immediately, if not sooner. So I've offered to be the babysitter. That kind of didn't go over super duper well, Rodella. Hey, Jaleesa. Um, but I'm going to like foster or something. Something's going to happen. But I think I need an addition in my life. I think that that will make it um, just fantastic. So, you know, you guys, we went two weeks without 90 Day Fiance. What did you guys feel? Did you feel this episode came with, like, the one-two punch? Because we had 90 Day Fiance. If you guys have Discovery Plus, we had Bears All. And we also had the new show, um, the dating show. And so what did you guys think? Did you guys watch it? Did you love it? What did you guys think? So here's what I'm thinking of doing. I would love your feedback. But I'm going to add uh, the new dating show, The Singles. So 90 Day, The Single Life, into this show and podcast. As well as, why can't I think of the dating game? 90 Day, The Dating Game. I'm going to do that as well. Do you all want to hear about it? Do you all want to talk about it? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the comments. Um, Crystal wants a dog too. Yeah, I, I'm a love games. Thank you, Belly. Yeah, love games. So I want to cover love games and I want to cover 90 day, uh, this, the single life. Cause I think it's hilarious y'all. If you haven't seen it yet, woo, it's hilarious. So I'll cover it. I'll figure out how to add it in, whether it's live or pre-recorded, I'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, let's just jump into the show. Show starts off with Mike and Natalie. And, you know, if you've watched the show before, you guys, you know that we already know the ending with Mike, Mike and Natalie. But what's interesting for them is that they're midway through their 90 days. They have 45 days left to get married. They haven't, like, talked anything about planning a wedding. 
no venue, no dress, no suit. Mom wants, she wants her mama to come and, you know, you got 30 days or excuse me, you have 45 days, but like 30 days really. Cause you got to consider we're in a pandemic and quarantine and all of that. But so no plans. And my just feeling is that Mike is not really trying to get married to her, even though I know what happened. But in the end, like, I just feel like Mike is not really feeling her. He even said like, is there love still there? I don't know. So we start off with the word of the day. Her word of the day is controversial. And she feels that their relationship is controversial, which I absolutely 100% agree. They're night and day. And we're trying to still figure out, like, what is it about each other that you two love about each other? Because we're not seeing it this season. Totally different than the first season that we saw them on. But they don't communicate. You know, there is, like, the marriage issue, the ring issue, the future, whether you, like, have the same goals, as in religion still an issue, babies are still an issue, and they're really running out of time. So they go out to dinner, and... Um, Mike says, which I thought was hilarious, you guys, Mike says that he is scared of her at times. Um, and oh my God, Valentina, you just threw me off. Valentina said that she found out today that Libby's mom has an OnlyFans. I'm not surprised because that whole family is on OnlyFans. The whole, hey, Lydia, the whole family is on OnlyFans. So I'm not surprised by that. What I'm surprised is that her OnlyFans hasn't leaked because, you know, that leakage is huge and it leaks all the time. So I'm just waiting because, side note, if you guys don't know, you'll know now. There's a couple of things that leaked this week. One is Paul and Karini did a sex tape from back in 2018 uh, that they leaked. Well, they didn't really leak it. They released it on their OnlyFans for 100 bucks. So if you want to pay 100 bucks and see Paul and Karini have sex, you can do that on their OnlyFans, and that leaked. And y'all, you know, like, I already talked about this, and I'll say it again. I feel like I'm blushing, but, like, I don't know what I thought OnlyFans was. I'm still, if you're my ride or dies, you know, I'm still about, let's do, like, a feet OnlyFans. But, like, OnlyFans is way more than that. It's way more than that. And there's like a Hulu special coming out in a couple of weeks where they're talking about how it's like totally taken over. Hey, Christine, everyone say hello to Christine. She's new. Um, there's a whole uh, documentary about OnlyFans and how OnlyFans is like a, a, the new sex industry. It's taken over like anywhere you watch like porn or whatever, OnlyFans is taken over because what you're seeing is a lot more celebrities join in the adult entertainment and industry and they're making millions y'all millions they're making so much money so much money anyhow that was a side note uh the second side note that i think <laughs> amanda says we should do a watch and chat for when uh that all comes out listen y'all there's so much stuff that I've just hold on, held on to because, A, I don't want to get banned from YouTube or any of my social medias. But people send me a lot of stuff, and I've seen a lot of stuff. And like I said, I didn't know that OnlyFans was, like, exactly what it was. So 
Anyhow, Mike and Natalie go to dinner. Mike says he's kind of scared of her sometimes because he thinks he's she's a pyromaniac. Who knew? Um, but what she really wants to talk about is going to a psychologist, a family therapist, and talk about the relationship. And he's super against it. And I'm really interested on why he's so against it, which brings me to my first question for you guys all. Do you think professional therapy works? What are your thoughts, especially now in a pandemic where we've all spent a lot more time with ourselves, a lot more times um, with like the people that we love, and maybe way more time that we're normally used to spending with them. So what do you all think about therapy? Are we normalizing therapy? What are we doing with therapy? Because so far, Mike seems to be completely against it. And I want to know what you guys think before I tell you guys what I think. Um, especially now that we're in 2021 and, you know, we're in a pandemic. Uh, Amanda says, yes, therapy is everything. I go every single week. Julissa says, I'm a big fan of therapy. Everyone shout out Julissa. She's Dr. Julissa. So know her name now. Um, Lydia says 100% works if you do the work. And Crystal says, 100% works. We need to be normalizing it. And Julie says, everyone would benefit from therapy at some point in their lives. Hey, Marlene, you're new. And Marlene says, therapy can work if they want it to work. I agree. So here's, here's my thought on it, y'all. I think that if you feel overwhelmed or you feel like, whatever the situation is, whether you're in like a relationship or by yourself or whatever, if you feel like you could use an outside source to help you, then by all means, seek therapy. I think we're in 2021 and it's like a different time now where people can't like stigmatize you because we all need to work on our, our mental health. And I'll tell you right now that I have a little bit of COVID fatigue. Uh, just... It's been a lot. It's been almost a year. I'm an extrovert. I'm used to like being out and socializing. So being home all this time has really messed with me a bit. So I think that, you know, having therapy and having someone to talk to and, and just getting an outside source is, is so important and it, it should be normalized and it should, there should be no stigma to it. Um, so that's how I feel. It's all about healing. Hey, Christine, you're new. And she says, yes, of course, but why go at this point? No reason to try to fix something you don't need. Mike and Ellie don't get married. Christine, I know you're totally new. And everyone that's watching, because there's a lot of you watching, so I'm going to say spoiler alert. Do not listen if you do not want to hear the spoiler. But I'm talking to Christine specifically. Christine, spoiler alert, okay? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Can't say that more than once. Uh, Mike and Natalie are already married. Mike and Natalie uh, have got married last year, early March, and they've been there, done that. And a lot of this is already pre-recorded, so it's too late. Like they're married, and without giving too much away, because I will be talking about it on Wednesday in News and Glossa. But like they're in it, they're in it to win it. So I'm hoping that therapy sticks for them. And I'm hoping that they work through their issues. So 
he doesn't want to go to therapy. She really wants them to go. She offers to pay. Um, and he's like, well, why should we spend money uh, to, to have a conversation when you and I can't even talk to each other? And I was like, Mike, that's not even the point. Like, I am start because I am team Mike. I really am. But in this episode and in the previous episode, I was definitely team Natalie because she, was, she sounded like she had some sense. Like, let's go to therapy. Let's talk about it because you and I are completely different. We come from a completely different world. We have completely different backgrounds. We have completely different religions and we want completely different things. But we say that we love each other. And yet here we are fighting each other on a regular, like all season, you guys were what, 10 episodes in and we haven't seen them get along except for maybe five minutes when his mom, mom was there. Like that's some issues. Hey Maddie, you're new. Welcome everyone. Welcome Maddie. So, you know, I think that you got to just do it. You got to invest in your relationship and you got to invest in yourself. If that means going to therapy, then go to therapy. So uh, it's the next day. They're cooking. Of course, Natalie has to tell us all something that she hates. She hates butter. Um, and she feels like their relationship is going really, really bad. They have problems. And they can't even, like, chill out together because they're just going to be fighting, which we've seen all season. So this is nothing new. Uh, she asked Mike, hey, like, are we, we going to go to therapy? Meanwhile, he's running to, you know, the liquid courage in the fridge. And I'm not mad at Mike for having a beer. Go ahead and have a beer or two. But don't hide from your problems and don't be passive aggressive towards your fiance, who is literally trying to say, hey, like, we're not doing well. You and I are not communicating. We need an impartial third party to help us, like, walk through our communication issues. But no, he does, still doesn't want to. So I was surprised that after he went to the barber shop and talked to his barber, Jane, which you guys is my other question. It's like a random question, but do you notice that Mike, when his mom came, he opened up and it was like, Hey, yeah, I can talk to my mom and here's how I'm feeling. Goes to the barber shop, same thing, talks to Jane about um, saying that things are going and that he really trashed the relationship saying, you know, he hasn't given the ring back. He doesn't feel like he's ready to get married again. He's not 100% ready. Um, and when she's like, oh, you want to go, go on a date? First of all, I thought that was super inappropriate. And even though she was just joking, even in all jokes, there's some truth. So you have a feeling for him, Jane, and you're seeing that there's a rift in the relationship. So you're like making your move. Like, what's that about? And he just laughed. And y'all, this is the first time that I've seen Mike smile all season. Away from Natalie, getting a haircut, being hit on, and trashing his relationship. Whoa. That says a whole lot. Lydia says that Mike has some unresolved issues. And Kim says, uh, oh, hi, Kim. So is this her site? By her, I'm hoping you mean me as in Linda. Yes, it's my site, The Melanated Way. And what is melanated? Well, melanated is because I'm a black girl. So I talk about 90 Day Fiance from a black girl's perspective. Thank you for joining. Uh, 
what should you know about this show? We talk all things 90 Day Fiance. We do cast interviews. I drop hop new hop. Hop. Hoppity hop. I drop hot news and gossip all the time. So welcome. Um, and that's what the 90 Day the Melanated Way is about. So moving on. Mike tells the therapist, um, and I think his what was his name? David? Doug. Mike tells Doug that he's unhappy in his relationship. He feels like he's fallen out of love. Oh, hi, Kim. Love your site. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining live. Love the snow background, by the way. I miss the snow a little bit. Like, just a little bit. A little bit. Um, so Mike's unhappy. Tells Doug that he feels like the relationship, maybe they're still not in love. Like, are we still in love? Which brings me to my next question, y'all. Can couples recover from falling out of love? Now, I've never been married, but here's what I've heard. And all my married people in there, you know, the Amandas, Lydia's, Jalisa's, all y'all, you tell me, can, because I, I know when they they say, and by they, I don't mean, I don't know who, but they, I've heard this before, that when couples have been married for a long time, Oh, hey, Ramona, you're new too. Hello, glad I found your site. I'm addicted to 90 Day Fiance. Well, we are happy to have you. Welcome, Ramona. Everyone, welcome, Ramona. She's new. So my question, you guys, if you've been in a long-term relationship, and I want to say marriage specifically, because I think dating is different. But if you've been in a long-term marriage, do you fall in and out of love with your partner? And is that something that you can recover from? Like at some point, do you love your partner more than, than your partner loves you and vice versa? And is that like an ebb and flow? And can you move past that? That's my question. So can couples recover from falling out of love? Christine says, Love is a choice. When it's not easy, it's still possible. I love that answer. Um, so it's constant work, right? So it's a constant work where you feel like you're, you know, you're, you love the person. Maybe you're not in love with them, like the passion every five seconds, but it's like an ebb and flow. <gasps> Marlene says, when the love's gone, it's gone. So is being in love, Marlene, different than loving someone? Can you love someone and not be in love with them and still make it work? Amanda says, have been together 11 plus years and very in love in different ways. Okay, that makes sense to me. I love that. Thank you for sharing, Amanda. So that, yeah, that's my question. Like being in love versus loving someone and can you recover from that? Because Mike's whole situation is that he feels like he's not in love with her anymore. And what I thought was interesting, you guys, is that she mentioned that she was married for eight years and her ex-husband never said that he didn't love her. But again, if you guys are new to this show, we talked about how, you know, Mike is her third marriage. So she's she was married the first time. The first time the dude got went bankrupt and she left him in Cyprus and went back home because she didn't want to live that lifestyle. The second person that she was married to had a couple of kids and her dream was to move to the United States and specifically New York City and um, pursue her dream of being a model. 
So she asked her second husband to leave and move with her to New York City. And he said, no, he couldn't leave his children. So that's why they broke up. And now we're on marriage number three, which is Mike, where now she's in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, Valentina, you're new. Um, she says, yes, I believe uh, you can get past this level of animosity, honestly. Um, and yes, people can get back into the love. So here's my thing, you guys. So she's on marriage number three, but she doesn't like living in the wilderness. She really wants to be a city girl, which is part of her issue that she brings to therapy, right? And she says that she's used to being a city girl. She's getting used to a new country, a new lifestyle, all of that stuff. And she's not used to it. And she needs her his help in kind of uh, adjusting, right? And I agree with her on a lot of levels. Leaving your country to a new country and especially coming to America and having a bunch of expectations and it being completely different than what you think is hard, right? And not being able to work and not being able to drive, all of th those things factor in. And if you can put that on top of being in a pandemic, it's hard, right? And as an immigrant, I can tell you that it's it's hard. It's super hard. So I get that. But at the same time, I feel like she has to come off of her high horse a little bit because she has the expectations of living like a princess and not and for and this is just my opinion, and not putting in the work. Like you still need to do the work. You need to do the work in your relationship. You need to start ju stop judging your partner and appreciate all the things that you have because the more you appreciate, the more you get personal opinion. Um, Jaleesa says, I think it can happen. There's a lot of hurt between them though. Yes. So I, I feel like through therapy and I've said it from day one, Mike's not over her throwing that ring back at him. He's just not over it. And, and he's protecting his feelings. He's protecting the fact that he thought he loved her and wanted to be with her and was willing to change a bunch of stuff about him. And she just threw that ring in his face. So he's not ready to just like give the ring back and be like, yeah, I love you again because she barely just apologized and he's still harboring those hurt feelings. And that's why when he looks at her, he has resentment and it's coming across on screen as being passive aggressive. Uh, Jaleesa also says that, yeah, Mike is really hurt. I don't know what it will take for him to open his heart to her again. And Radella says, maybe she should start with an apology on how she treated him. 100%. And we did see her apologize, which he said for the first time two episodes ago where she, she apologized for her behavior. But I think that instead of demanding stuff from him and telling him that he's low class and his IQ is low and that he drinks too much and that he's fat, maybe keep apologizing and show him that you appreciate him and work on that. Because if you're already in the doghouse and then now you're piling on insults, you know, again, you guys, I'm terrible with sayings, but you get more from honey than salt or whatever that saying is. Y'all know what I mean. Like sugar and spice and everything nice versus like honey and shit. You know what I mean? 
Um, Kim wants to know why is TLC so, so behind on current shows? I heard Yara and Jovi have a baby. Kim, it's because they film like a year ahead of time. So what you're seeing, they filmed like a year ago. And yes, Yara and Jovi have a baby. And you should definitely check out 90 Day the Melanated Way on any other social media, even on Facebook. I posted a photo of them with their new baby girl uh, in Miami. And they look happy and healthy, you know. Again, spoiler alert for this season to anyone watching. Spoiler alert! They get married. They got married last year, uh, September last year. They had a baby. The baby's one years old, almost one years old now, and they're happy and healthy and, and thriving. So the only reason that TLC is behind is because they film so far ahead in advance that by the time it's real life, we've already seen the leaks and we already know what's happening. Um. Oh, Kim says she saw it. Yes, Kim. I try to keep you all updated. That's why I'm trying to stay. Make sure you're subscribed all across the board so you know all the current latest and greatest. Uh, let's talk about Jovi and Yara and Monty and Gwen. So you guys, we meet Jovi's dad, Monty, and Lusa. I'm just going to try to not be super judgy because I have a lot of opinions about these two. So let's start with a question. Do you think Jovi is team Yara or team himself? And why I ask that is because they're going to his home. They're going to his hometown for an engagement party. And she's totally not into it. She's going to be meeting her, his dad, Monty, for the first time. And his parents don't know that she's pregnant. And she wants to tell them. And she gets there. And the parents, like, attack her right away. They're like, we're having this party for you. And she's concerned that her family's not there. So she wants to make sure it's small. And Gwen's like, I'm not really being honest because the party's not going to be small. It's going to be a huge party, at least 50 or 60 uh, people there. And that's what they want to do. Well, you're not respecting Yara's opinion and input by not telling her. And how do you think she's going to respond? So it's already going to be a problem. Then the dad asked about her being in the U.S. and loving New Orleans and all of that stuff. And she's like, yeah, I don't know if I really love it. And, you know, I don't really know if I really love the U.S. And then the dad gave me like creeper vibes when he said, well, you know, I've seen some pictures of you online and, you know, the way you wear the clothes you wear um, sends a dangerous message and wrong impression. First of all, why are you creeping on your son's fiance's pictures, dad? Second of all, she's a grown-ass woman. She can wear what she wants. We are not in 1940 or whenever when a woman has to dress a specific way because men think a specific way. Bump that. A woman can wear what she wants to feel how she wants, to look how she wants. She doesn't need approval from any man, period. So if she wants to wear a low-cut tuck, go ahead and wear it. If she wants to wear a short skirt, go ahead and wear it. I'm so, like, how old are we and what year is this where you're going to judge someone? Because And I see it all the time. I see it with Larissa. I see it with Darcy. I see it with Brittany. I see it with Devin. Y'all have a bunch of, like, antiquated opinions about what women should wear, how old they are, 
and what they should wear. Like a woman should wear whatever the fuck she wants, period, period. And yes, I cuss and you guys don't hear me cuss a lot, but period. Y'all don't have any input in what a woman should wear, period. Hey, Madison, you're new. Uh, she says, so glad I found your channel. Jovi is team himself and has obviously never been in a serious relationship before. Uh, my ex is just like him. It's hard to watch them sometimes. Hey, Madison, everyone, welcome, Madison. And yeah, it is hard to watch. And I definitely think he's team himself. And he reminds me a little bit of a Brandon with like throwing his fiance under the bus. And like, that's not cool. Yes, Christine says, amen, sister. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, Christine. So um, what's my next question here? No, that will be for later. So Yara has to kind of defend herself in front of Monty and Gwen. And here's the thing that was a little confusing to me, you guys. So Monty and Gwen are questioning her being in America. So Gwen talks crazy to her and says, hey, you know what? You know, Ukrainian women, they like real men in and they only want to come to America. Um, don't you agree? And have like complete crazy stereotypes. And then the dad says, well, do you want to stay in America? And she's like, well, I don't know if I want to stay in America. I might want to live in Budapest. And so he gets freaked out and says like, what do you mean? I, I have a concern. I can't imagine Jovi living outside of America. When you have grandkids, then we won't be able to see the grand, all of this stuff. So what is it? Are you team staying in America? Or are you team not staying in America? Is Jovi use, or is Yara using Jovi to come to America? Or is she not? Is she using him to like have a baby and then go back to, to Europe. Like what you're saying doesn't make sense. And again, when Yara said, you know, that sounds like a stereotype and I don't like it. And it's like the stereotype of Americans are so stupid. You guys really hashtag respectfully, but honestly, you guys are making Americans look really, really bad. Okay. Kim says, Jovi's parents should not judge. It's a little awkward. It's a lot awkward. It's a lot awkward because you're saying two different stereotypical things, and it's very awkward for, for me. And you're also, again, making Americans look bad. Like, you're just making them look bad. Stop stereotyping and stop saying stupid shit. It's awful. So... That happens. I loved that Yara stuck up for herself. I loved it. I was like, bravo, standing ovation, bravo. Tell them because y'all are in your own relationship. Stay out of our relationship. And if you're going to try to like talk crazy to me, at least come and talk crazy to me with some facts. When you come with like stupid, crazy nonsense, then I'm going to come back at you with stupid, crazy nonsense. I'm not going to feel bad about it because you know, you just told me that all Ukraine women are trying to come to the U.S. and they reel with men in just to come to the U.S. But, oh, by the way, don't dare leave the U.S. and try to move somewhere else, somewhere else because, you know, that makes you bad, too. So what is it? Anyways, 
So Monty and Jovi go off to a crab cook-off or crawfish boil. And Monty's dad is asked, you know, how do you feel about Yara? Like, what are your opinions on that? And he pauses and he says he's concerned about living in another country. And again, I'm not even going to beat that dead horse, but like Monty really go travel the world a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like when the world opens up, travel the world. And you have the same job as Jovi and Jovi has traveled the world. He's been everywhere. And you can see from his social media, like four weeks off, he has like a couple of weeks working and a couple of weeks traveling. So he knows better. Shouldn't you know better? Cause you sound crazy right now. Like, oh my God, you can't live anywhere besides America. Oh my God. Like, stop it. You sound stupid. Uh, Linda, was that picture of them in Miami? Did I read it right? Yes. So Yara and Jovi were spotted in Miami, Florida with their new baby girl. And uh, yes, it was in Miami. So Amanda will talk about it on News and Gossip on Wednesday. I will dish out the rest of the tea on that. But yes, they were spotted in Miami. So Jovi's friends are kind of, they've got to like a bet that Jovi and Yara aren't going to last, they think, six to 18 months maximum, not knowing that Yara is already pregnant, not knowing that, I personally think that even though Jovi throws her under the bus, he really does love her, and he's changed his ways a little bit. Does he drink a lot? Probably. Does he party maybe a little too much? Probably, but it's probably because he leaves for work. He can't drink, can't party. So when he comes back, he overdoes it. But I personally think he's probably cut it down quite a bit from like his single days. Does he have more work to do? A thousand percent. But is he doing his best for in the moment? I think so. I think so. I think this is all new to him. A new fiance who's now living with you, new apartment, and now a new baby on the way. It's a lot of newness. So. Um, exactly, Madison. I agree with you. So I think Jovi said that his dad had the same job as him makes what he said even worse. Exactly. So if his dad travels like Jovi travels, he should know better and do better and not sound like a super ignorant twat. So friends aren't really feeling the whole Jovi Yara relationship, which I'm surprised about because they haven't even met her. So like, how are you judging her and you haven't even met her? Dad's not really feeling her either. Mom's not feeling her. And I'm just wondering like, is it because she's foreign? Oh, Halima. Hello, everyone welcome Halima. Welcome. Is she foreign? Because I'm not understanding what it is that you don't like about her. You all just met her. You all just met her, give her a moment, get to know her. But, like, it's the stereotype for me, y'all. It's the stereotype that I'm just like, why Why are we being like this? Honestly. So they're on the way to the party. She has some concerns about his drinking. She calls him an alcoholic. And this is what I thought was interesting, you guys. I wrote it down. He said, we're going to a party for her. And then he says, for us, 
to get married, to celebrate, and that she should be happy and not picking a fight. And when I, hey, Deborah, she's new as well. Welcome, Deborah. So here's my thing. You're saying that it's a party for her because she gets to marry you like you're the prize? Okay. That's all I have to say about that. Um, Kim wants to know, welcome. She said, did they spill the beans on the baby? They Well, I don't think they spilled the beans, but the beans did get spilt. Kim. And baby, first baby pictures are out there on the internet. Let's talk about Tariq and Hazel. So they've been on lockdown for 24 days. And I think it's hilarious that she's on this like, I don't know what to call it, but you know, the gas trimmer thing. It's like an ATV gas trimmer. I'm all about it. I'm like, I would totally be about it. She doesn't drive, but she loves the gas trimmer. And I'm sure one of y'all know what the proper name is. I don't know. Is it called Longer? Oh, see, this is why I love my day oneers. Amanda says, y'all need to join us in the Wednesday's tea group. We've known about the baby for like six weeks. Yeah, you guys, like I subscribe to our Patreon, watch news and gossip on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. because that's where I spill all this tea and all the Melanated Way family, they all know everything before it hits the news because that's where we talk about it. So Yes, we've known about the baby. Yes, we've known about the marriage. Yes, we've known about all the other stuff. And we're going to spill more tea this Wednesday. So definitely take a look uh, and subscribe because you won't be disappointed. Tracy, your name. Tracy Mateos, do I know you? That last name sounds familiar. She said, I read a comment somewhere else, and the person said his parents are definitely not behaving like true Southerners, not warm and welcome at all. And I agree. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. They're not acting like true Southerners. And if you guys, uh, last week I did a collaboration with a reality gay podcast, and both Maddie um, and Poodle are both Southerners with Southern Hospitality. And I will tell you this, that Gwen um, and Monty are not acting that way. And y'all can come at me in the comments. You can come at me in the live chat. But that's how I feel. And I agree with Tracy. Like, where's the Southern hospitality? Because I'm not seeing it. Uh, Kim is asking, do you think Hazel should not rush into marriage? Is it Facebook Live on Wednesday? No. So it's not Facebook Live. It's on Patreon, which is a paid subscription service. Um, 90 Day the Melanated Way, you can check that out. And I don't think Hazel is rushing. I think that she has a mission. I think she has a purpose. Hey, Angelica. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome. Everyone, welcome, Angelica. I love all these new people. Welcome, y'all. So fun. Um, so Tariq and Hazel, 
Deborah says, I live in Charleston, South Carolina, and we know how to show people welcome and love. I believe that. South Carolina. What's the song for South Carolina? I feel like I just made that up. South Carolina. I don't know it, but I'm going with that. So anyways, let's get back to Tariq and Hazel. So Tariq and Hazel, they're working out, which I, I'll say this. Did I gain the COVID-15? 100%. Do I need to work out and be more active? 100%. Do I have a home gym? No. Do I have home gym equipment that I had to like, God was like striking me down right now, you guys, because I'm looking at the bike that has like a bunch of clothes on it. Can I ride a bike? Yes. But it's not about me. It's about Hazel and Tariq in their gym, home gym. And like, Hazel is kind of like half-assing on her, it's not even a tread, like the, it's not a treadmill, the bike thing. Is it a bike? Elliptical, thank you. She was kind of like, eh. And then I have those workout bands too. And Ari was doing more with the workout bands than that anyone, I, I just felt like, is anyone working out here or is, or is the workout the prop in the back? Like, let's just have y'all look like you're doing something, but we're going to film this scene. It was very odd. It was the worst workout I've ever seen, y'all. Just saying, it was not motivating. Anfisa is fitness goals. And if you follow Anfisa, you know what I'm talking about. That was not this. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Brittany's new. Hello, Brittany. You totally, Brittany, I don't know you, but you totally get me. It's exactly the P.D. Pablo song, because I love P.D. Pablo. South Carolina. Yes, that's exactly it. Ding, 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 ding. I have so many things in my mind, sometimes I don't even remember. But welcome, Brittany, you're new, and like we're besties already. You called it. So anyways, Hazel's brokenhearted. Um, she really wants her son to be with her in America. The last she heard, he had a fever and she just really feels sad that she's not with him. And I'm going to tell you guys this again, because some of you are new. So what do y'all think about the thruple situation that's happening with Tariq Hazel and like the third person? Because I have a ton of opinions on it. And one of my opinions is that Hazel, she, and we talked about it earlier in the show, she loves Tariq, but she's not in love with Tariq. I think Tariq was her means to the end. Meaning, we even heard of it in this episode where she didn't live with her son because she didn't have the money to take care of him when she was in the Philippines. And so now she has a better life because guess what? She's in America. She sacrificed being with her son in the present in order to have a better life in America. She's living in a house. Tariq is sponsoring her. And now she wants her son to come over. I don't think that she's in love with Tariq. I think personally, okay, I think personally that she's a lesbian and she wants to be in a relationship with a woman and that Tariq, she loves him as like, I love my gay beard. Like, I love you as my bestie. And I and I will always be there for you. But, like, am I in love with you? Not so much. 
And that's the vibe that I'm always going to say that I have. And I believe that that's going to be true. And the fact that you want to throw in a third person and it be a female is because you want to have your girlfriend, but you also don't want to leave your meal ticket because Tariq is your meal ticket to America. And so when she talked to her son um, and saying like, hey, I'm going to come get you, she says, I'm going to get you. It might take some time, but I am going to come get you. I was like, oh, see, she still has her ultimate goal in mind where I'm here in America. I need to get my son here in America. Then I have to get my girlfriend. I'll be good to go. Treat talking about like drinking orange juice and doing jumping jacks. No one cares, Tariq. And especially not Hazel. She doesn't care. Um, which brings me to my question for y'all. Do you think Tariq and Hazel will make it? Do you think uh, Tariq and Hazel will make it? Um, Deborah thinks that Hazel's just a user. And Radella says it's going to be a hot mess. And Kim says, I agree. She's not in love, but she's in America to explore. And Deborah says, Hazel wants her cake and to eat it too. Yeah, you guys, that's, I highly agree with all of you. I think that she's here with a purpose and she is sticking to that purpose. Crystal says they seem like friends. I agree with you, Crystal. I think that they're friends and she loves him. But does she want to be with him? Like, oh, you make my heart melt. I'm so in love with you. Nah, it's none of that. It's, hey, you brought me to America. We've robbed this. Because they've been together for like, what, two years now, you guys? They've been working on this K-1 visa process for, yeah, two years, they said. So they're in it to win it. They're all in. And let me just leave you with this before I move on to the next couple. Do you guys remember when we first met her? She didn't even want him to touch her. She put in that pillow right beside her. I sleep on this side. You sleep on that side. And we saw no affection. And even now, think about we're 10 episodes in. How often have you seen them being affectionate? Because I can remember one time. And it's when she met Ari. And they had like the family group hug and the kiss. But that's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. So I stick to my point of view, you all can let me know in the comments. You can let me know in the live chat. Um, Lydia, uh, Lita says none. Deborah says not long-term. And Madison says they'll make it in the short term, but not forever. Agreed, Madison, 100%. All right, you guys, I'm really going to try to talk about Tariq. Crystal says Tariq is her sponsor. Get her here now, trying to find her a girlfriend. I would think Kova would pump the brakes on their search. I would think so too, but people do whatever they want right now. All right. I want to talk about Stephanie and Ryan. And I'm just not sure where to start, you guys. I, again, I'm going to tell you for my day oneers, I was totally wrong about Stephanie and Ryan. I was so looking forward to finding more out about the relationship, but I was wrong. They are definitely a filler couple, couple this episode, this season. 
and they're not even doing that well, you guys. They're not, like, what What did I watch this episode? What did I watch? I watched a bunch of nothing. Absolute zero. Zero happened with them. Zero. So, <sighs> oh, Lydia disagrees with us. She says, I disagree. Time will tell. Um, and Kim says, I can't stand Stephanie. She's mean. Ryan needs to run. Is she mean, though? Is she? Because Ryan, is that the liar sign where you twist your nose? Ryan's a bit of a liar. Ryan's a bit of a con artist, in my opinion. So we see them hula hooping, and they're apparently having a great time. They're laughing for the first time. Again, I remind you guys, we're 10 episodes in, and it's the first time we see them actually getting along for about five minutes. And <laughs> she's like, you know, it's just been a lot of emotions going on. And... He's like, what? What are, we what are we talking about? Are we rebuilding our relationship? And this whole thing that still has me super confused about the whole fiance thing, you guys. So they call each other fiance, but there's no ring involved and no one has proposed to anyone. So I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm not married, but... Again, maybe I need all of y'all's married advice, but I thought that someone has to propose to someone else in order for you all to be engaged. So, like, I gave this example. If I just say that I'm dating Drake and then I start calling him my fiancé, are either of those things true? Do you know what I mean? I know it's reality TV, so it is what it is. But like, if no one's proposed, I'm confused. Anyhow, they're fiancés according to each other. And... Um, What's funny to me is that all he's talking about is how he's getting to the U.S. And talking about how do I get to the U.S.? I know that you have plans for my life in the U.S. And you're going to get me a job in the U.S. And I can't wait to go to Michigan. And he says, quote, his mom is not against it. Um. But does have her block and she has her block because you know stephanie has been funding their whole family right so stephanie has been funding ryan with money and gifts ryan with the faux job that he has because she play, pays his employer to work also funding the family because ryan says because of covid but she's been doing it long before covid happened so she's paying the family rent all of that stuff Ryan and her have a fight. She's like, well, I'm going to call your mom and tell her to give me my money back. And what does mom do? Block. So I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again for all you new people. Ryan and his family are running a business. And I told you guys, and I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so, that 
Ryan knew about Harris, didn't care because it was about the money. And the whole family is in on the foreign woman. Okay. You're not at a strip club, but you're doing this. Okay. If I have to put up with, what, two visits a year, but you're paying my rent, you're giving me pocket money, you're also paying my um, payroll, you're paying my mom's rent, plus you're giving me clothes and shoes and watches, and all I have to do is sleep with you for like two times a year and call call you or maybe take your call. And we also saw you guys that he barely takes our calls anyways. She calls, calls, calls. He doesn't answer. So she calls his mom. And you're getting all your whole life funded. And you're 27 years old. Okay. 27 is closer to 30 than it is to 20. So you should know better, do better. But the whole family, as far as I'm concerned, is in on it. Because they're getting funded. Their life is getting funded. So it is what it is. Um, oh, Deborah, that's such a beautiful story. She said, you're 100% right. My husband asked me to marry him after seven weeks of dating. One week later, we were married. 43 years ago, you needed to be asked. Oh, my God. Deborah, you just, like, made my heart melt. I hope that I find that type of love because clearly I'm doing something wrong, y'all. <laughs> Kim says, if he only knew there was not much in Michigan, LOL. Uh, but then she calls up Harris. Yeah, y'all. Harris, you're about to see a whole different show in the next two weeks. A whole different show. So all I'll say is don't get too attached to Ryan. Okay? So they're hula hooping, talking about money, and talking about it, her her giving him money and, and his mom and she's having like some apprehensions about like giving more money because she's blocked. And so when he said, well, I just thought you were helping from the heart versus controlling my family because of money. I literally wrote it down. You guys. SMH shaking my damn head. You know for a simple fact that this woman is not trying to just be like, oh, I'm helping the bazillion. Is that how I say it? Baz Y'all, Belize. How do I say you're from Belize? Bazillion? Is that how I say it? Someone help me. Anyhow, you know what I mean. She's not doing that from the goodness of her heart. She's doing it because yes, I think that she's buying his love because it's that 27 year old. Boom, boom, boom. It's that. And not only is it that, but she's, is it, Hey Myra, is it so bazillion? Is that, is that how I say it? Bazillion? Belizean? Belizean. Belizean. I think that's how I say it. Thanks, Mara. I'm a mess. Just from Belize. Amanda says, why get married after all this time? I think she just wants to marry him to bring him. Hey, Christine. Um, to bring him to the U.S. so that she can control him some more. 
I honestly think that that's all it can really be. Because tell me, y'all, tell me what do these two have in common? What do, what spark do you see? What like fire do you see from them? Because I only see, oh, hi, Sibo, you're new from South Africa. Hi, love you too, sis. Welcome. Okay, Myra's really helping my life. Bolizian. I got it like the 10th time. Um, what did these two have as sparks? Because I don't see it. Like, I honestly, and Andrea, you guys, all these new people, I'm so excited. Hi, Andrea. I couldn't have said it better. She just wants the big bamboo. And she wants it not only from Ryan, but from Harris and whoever else, which you guys, I don't even, we don't have enough time for me to get into the whole like black person fetish thing because it is a thing. I've experienced in my life plenty of times where you fetishize black people because of all the sexual things that you see in society and especially in the media. Um, but here you have a 52 year old woman who never wanted to get married ever in her life. And all of a sudden she meets Ryan in Belize on vacation. And all of a sudden he's the one you want to get married to. Let's go back to what Andrea said. It's the big bamboo. Oh, Jennifer says, Ryan is my friend. He really is a cool guy, honestly. Well, Jennifer, you know what? You need to DM me, and we need to talk about you coming on the show because I have a lot of things to say about Ryan. And maybe you can clarify. If he truly is your friend, we can talk about it, and you can clear the air. Because right now, he's coming across as a user. Sorry. Crystal, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Yep, you repay the bank. You repay the bank. Um, Jennifer, welcome. You're new. Definitely DM me on the Facebook tip and we'll talk about being on the show. We'll talk about, we'll talk. We'll talk. I have a lot of questions for you. Crystal says, tell us. Tell us, Jennifer. Tell us. Anyways, while we're we're put Jennifer on the spot, she's new, everyone. So let's all just be kind. Uh, let's move on to Andrew and Amira. I don't know what to say about these people, but uh, Andrew's leaving Mexico finally, and he's confused because there's an empty seat beside him, and Amira's supposed to be there, and he loves her so much, and he gets to the airport, and mom's meet meets him at the airport and I don't even want to touch like the mask no mask thing just traveled but y'all in the car with no masks on don't want to, I don't want to touch it it is what it is uh I'm going to put my question up there as I move on what are your thoughts on Andrew because I have a whole lot of thoughts on him drops his mom off and did you guys notice when he dropped his mom off this shows you and again let me try not to be biased but there's no way there's first of all, there's no way I'm just going to drop my mom off, not get out of the car, make sure she gets in safe, grab anything she needs. Like, I don't know if it's an African thing, but there's just no way like I would be dead in the street. But the second thing, did y'all notice that he was like this? He gave his mom the deuce sign when she left like deuces, peace out. Who does that to their parent? Peace out. See you later. 
Cordella, same. Boy, bye. Bye. Krista says, lots of newbies. Hope everyone likes the video. Yes, everyone, if you're watching on YouTube and on Facebook, don't forget to like, 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 subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, all our day winners, we've been here, done that. Um, we're trying to grow. So all your likes and subscribe really help us out. Thank you, Crystal, for pointing that out. Uh, Kim says, Andrew doesn't care about Amira. Truly, he's selfish thing in Mexico. Girl, he never cared about her, period. Period. He cares about himself and his vacation. So he gets home and he was like, you know, I'm so, in okay. Here I go. Here I go. I'm about to put my acting chops on again, y'all. Here I go. And start scene. You know, I've, I've put all my time and energy into this relationship. I've given it my money for an iPhone, a debit card, a bear that I bought her and brought to Las Vegas. I've paid for visas. I paid for vacations. I've just really put my whole heart and soul into this relationship. And I can't believe that I'll be sleeping alone here without Amira. End scene. I can't say it, but it begins with an F, ends with a K, Andrew. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. He's the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. And he over-exaggerates his self-importance to me. And instead of making it about anything else, it's always about him. Uh, Lita says, LOL, material things, boy, dusty. And Sibo wants to know, what was Andrew's reason for staying in Mexico without Amira? Selfishness. He was on vacation, Sibo. He was on vacation. And I know that you probably are new to the show, but we've talked about it. Production asked to have him go to Mexico City where she was from Puerto Vallarta. And he said, no, he didn't want to. Instead, he wanted to have back massages, face massages, walking tours, steak dinners, drinking all he wants, burgers, that whole thing, and be on vacay. Exactly, Kim. Totally selfish. Totally, totally selfish. He's ridiculous. So that's it. That's all with them. That's it. That's all. That's happened. That's all that happened. They totally remind me of David and Lana. Like, are we ever going to see them meet this season? Or are we just going to go back and forth on the phone and, and be FaceTiming? Because that's what it looks like, period. Moving on to Rebecca and Ziad. So, not a lot to say about these two. He's been there for a week. Talks to his sister and his niece. And they're super concerned because, you know, family Rebecca is not being very nice to him. And family Rebecca, you know, they haven't even given a week to, like, settle in. They're just like, ah, you're like her ex. Ah, you're too young. Ah, get a job. Ah, what are you doing? Ah. Like, oh, my God, shut up. Anyways, um, they decided they're going to go for dinner. But before that, I thought it was super funny that he's having breakfast with coffee and croissants. 
coffee and croissants and fake tattoos. Y'all don't have furniture. Yes, Redell, you're reading my mind. I can't believe they still haven't gotten their furniture out of storage. Jeez. Y'all don't have any furniture. You just have the mattress, not even a bed. But you have time for fake tattoos. Fake tattoos. Even though he doesn't want to show up because it's totally against his religion. And even if he had fake tattoos, he doesn't want his family to see all that. Y'all need to go to storage and take that shopping cart and get some furniture so that Zahid can sit somewhere and not sit on the corner and look super pathetic. You know what I mean? Um, which brings me to my question. Should Rebecca be worried about younger women? Because as we saw, they go to dinner. Rebecca feels insecure because she's the oldest person there. And like, why is she surprised? Because she's with her daughter her daughter's fiance, her daughter's friends, and Ziad, who is her daughter's age. So like, what are you surprised about? Who did you think was gonna be there? And then you're uncomfortable. And then there's this pretty Tiffany girl who was like, hey, like, tell me about North Africa. What's it like? Asking all these questions. And the more questions she asked, the more insecure Rebecca was feeling. Um, there's a couple of things I wanted to ask you guys. So A, should Rebecca be worried about younger women? And B, why is she still talking in broken English to Ziad? It drives me crazy. We will go dinner there, eight o'clock. Like, why, why are you talking like that? You never talked like that before. And now he's in America, you're talking like he... Like, why are you talking like that? I don't I don't understand it, and it bugs me. Rebecca, cut it out. Cut it out. Go to any ESL class, and they'll tell you, just talk like yourself so that someone who's learning that language can pick up on how to express themselves. You wouldn't talk like that with your neighbor next door. Oh, neighbor, you over there. Why? It's so irritating. Anyhow, um, Lydia says that girl was not flirting with him. And Brittany says she's so insecure. That girl was just being nice. Uh, and then Angelica said the way Ziad laughed at those tattoos is just solid balls. Yeah, so I don't think the girl was flirting with him. I do think she was trying to be nice and like welcoming. Hey, Stevie Trues, you're new. Uh, Stevie True says Rebecca is too insecure. And Christine wants to know, isn't that the show producers throwing in the monkey wrenches? It might be, but I don't like it. I need her to stop talking like that. It makes, again, it makes her look bad as an American. It makes her look ignorant and I'm not here for it. So Hannah, she's cute. She's young. Rebecca's face gets all like quirked up because Hannah's talking a little bit too much to Ziad. Um, Zia talks about the like no kissing in public where he's from. You can go to jail for six months, but I thought that was interesting. Um, and then Hannah's like, well, you know, you're different, but in a good way. But then you guys, when she asked the hunting question, I was just like, yeah, please, please, you guys, please, 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 for the love of God, when the world opens up again, just travel, 
just travel and have some life experiences. Because when she said, do they hunt for their food in North Africa? Do they hunt for their food? I'm going to move on for that. Rebecca says she's uncomfortable. Then when Hannah offers her parents or family's flatbeds to move, she just had a hissy fit. She's like, you're going to let her move? You're going to let her move? Are you going to let her move? And he's like, um, I guess not. I guess not. And made everyone feel uncomfortable. So guess what? Dinner's over. The family and friends leave. And she's like, Rebecca's like, you're not in, you're not in uh, Tanzania anymore. You're in America. And American women are different. And how dare you? And oh my God. I was like, calm down, Rebecca. Your insecurities are not making you look good in this moment. The girl was just offering to help. She has a truck. Y'all seem like you need help. We've all seen it. You have a friggin' cart in your apartment and nothing else. You have a mattress on the floor and nothing else. And Ziad is watching movies and Xboxes all day. So while you're at work, because you're so busy, go ahead and have this girl in her trucks come through and like set your apartment up. It, it can't be that serious. But it's only serious if you're feeling insecure about something. Thank you, Sibo. I agree. Oh my God, the hunting thing in Africa. Please travel more. Agreed. Travel. When the world opens up, travel. Travel. Get to know what the, what the world is really about. So Rebecca made it super awkward for everyone. They all left and we just saw her insecurities and that was it. Now, am I looking forward to next week? 1000% you guys. The drama. But in the meantime... I will be covering the two new spinoffs from Discovery Plus. So the dating show and the single life I'll add in rotation. Shout out to all the new people, but always shout out to my day oneers. I love you guys. Make sure that you are subscribed to all things 90 Day, The Melanated Way on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. And if you are like diehard and you want to know all the inside scoop, definitely take a look at our Patreon, which is our subscriber VIP service where we literally dish all the tea and we have all the cast members. Until tomorrow, same time, same place, where we'll be covering Bears All. I will see you all then. Love y'all. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Farewell. It's time to say adieu. <laughs> Thank you, Kim, Raydella, Sibo, Lida, Lida, Lydia, Amanda, I know you're somewhere in there, Brittany, all of y'all, Christine, Deborah, I can't name you guys all, but I love this. I had so much fun with you guys, and I can't wait till tomorrow to see you all again. Bye.